Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. So yesterday, David Letterman was arrested in the Ecuadorian embassy in London and dragged out to his car. Why was David Letterman arrested? That was actually Julian Assange, Jack, co-founder of WikiLeaks. Hmm. After many years there, hold up in the embassy, finally something happened. Why it happened and, and, and how it happened is a really interesting story in which the usual partisan lines are, are more or less useless, I think. Which is uh, refreshing. Yeah. I saw a lot of Democrats and Republicans wanting Julian Assange to rot in jail. I get a little concerned when Republicans and Democrats agree on something. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes that means this clearly obviously is a good thing. Sometimes it means it's clearly obviously a bad thing. Well, Matt Zapotosky is part of a team that has written a really uh, terrific and interesting piece in the Washington Post uh, this morning. Uh, the title of which is, after years of debate, Trump administration chose to pursue criminal case against Assange. Matt Zapatowski joins us now. Hello, Matt. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's our pleasure. So really thought-provoking stuff here about the press and the First Amendment, and is it a criminal conspiracy? What are the two sides, if indeed there are just two to the question? Well, this is a really interesting debate. Julian Assange, of course, at some base level, is a publisher. He publishes information, and he's drawn the ire of governments because he publishes a lot of classified information. So for years, pretty much starting in 2010, after he dumps these State Department cables and Iraq and Afghanistan war documents onto the Internet, there's this great debate inside the Justice Department. Can we charge this guy with a crime, the sort of hardest 
edge people would say, well, sure, we can. Publishing classified information itself could be considered a crime. But then other people would say, no, 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 that would make him just the same as the New York Times or the Washington Post. Their reporters publish classified information all the time. So at the end of the Obama administration, they're kind of in a holding pattern. His case is technically open, but they've decided they're not going to charge him because of the precedent this would set for the media, potential First Amendment challenges to the case. Jeff Sessions comes in as attorney general, really wants to crack down on unauthorized disclosures of information, kind of dusts off this old case and we're off to the races. And the climate by then, too, has changed. His organization has leaked a lot more stuff, most notably CIA hacking tools, Democrats' emails. The climate is just different. And and that's sort of how they come to this decision that, yeah, they're going to charge him. um, And, you know, the debate will rage about the First Amendment. Do you know in what way this is the same or different than the famous Pentagon Papers case that the Supreme Court ruled on in which Daniel Ellsberg got a hold of documents that, you know, uh, said some important things about the Vietnam War and then they were printed? So the way prosecutors view this case as different, and you can see this in the charge, is that Julian, well, this is different from, from Ellsberg or a person like that, because Julian Assange is the recipient of information. He's not a guy who signed papers that said, I won't reveal this classified information which the government has given me access to. In this case, that would be Chelsea Manning, who was charged, went to jail for a while until her sentence was commuted. Julian Assange is a little different. He's the publisher. So in, in this, this so role. it's comparing it to the Pentagon paper story, Assange is the New York Times, not Daniel Ellsberg. Correct. But prosecutors see him as a little different because he's not just the recipient and publisher of information the way they see it. He kind of conspired with Manning to get the information. And in particular, they discussed possibly cracking this password so they would sort of have administrative privileges inside the government system. They didn't. They were ultimately successful in that. And a lot of what Manning leaked, he had access to. They didn't need to crack any password. But what he was charged with with was just this hacking conspiracy, trying to crack this password. And that's where they say, that's where the Justice Department sees them as different from a journalist. A journalist generally isn't going to break into a government office and get information. That's clearly a crime. They're going to try to coax people who actually legitimately have information to give it to them. And that person, the person giving the information, might be charged with a crime. But the journalist generally in Justice Department practice would not. And this is where it gets so interesting. I saw Glenn Greenwald tweeted earlier this morning that the New York Times it installed, as I recall, it was some some sort of phone line, something that obviously made it easier for people to leak information without getting caught. I don't remember the precise parameter of it, but Glenn asked, "Is that conspiracy to um, you know disseminate classified material? Are they actively now aiding and abetting?" the sharing of classified material and making them liable in the same way that Julian Assange is. Uh, Drawing that line is going to be a little tough, I think. Yeah, there's so much gray area here. We at The Post have a similar thing called SecureDrop, where people can communicate with us anonymously over encrypted apps. They can share tips. They well, can you're a criminal documents. then, clearly, Matt. Stay where you are. Law <laughs> enforcement is on their way. 
I think prosecutors would say Assange is a little different because he's sort of reaching out to Manning and they're trying together to hack a government system. This is, you know, there are interesting gray areas here, though, and the indictment also cites things that are just sort of common reporting practice, use of encrypted apps, encouraging sources to kind of cover their tracks. That is common reporting practice. And Glenn, who, who I really respect, is saying, look, even the hacking was kind of a cover up. The, the hacking wasn't meant to get him more materials. It was meant to cover up the fact that materials already had been leaked. So is that so far ah. off from using Signal? I mean, there That's is really interesting. Be an interesting First Amendment question here. Prosecutors sought to narrow that by only charging him with sort of one hacking offense, not espionage. Well, and what, yeah, what's, well, how big an offense is hacking anyway? It's, it's not, not that big. Well, so that's the what one charge say. he faces so far is a five-year statutory maximum penalty. And it, it's funny, in the federal system, nobody really gets the statutory sure. maximum penalty. So, he's, you think about. so on what he's been charged with, he's facing a couple of years in jail if he's found guilty. So I don't understand why he couldn't claim, look, we got the information from Bradley and the thumb drive and all that. I didn't get it from the hacking, and I don't know how you'd argue with that. Yeah, I mean, the the trick here is it's not like hacking has to be successful to be a crime, and it's not like hacking has to get classified information to be a crime. If somebody hacked the Washington Post, for example, or sought to hack the Washington Post, we don't have classified information. That itself well, just, could be a crime. Just to clear up my confusion, as I saw Republicans and Democrats talking about how Assange needs to rot in jail, that doesn't seem like that's even on the table right now. No. Now, it is possible that they will upgrade the charges until he's sort of formally turned over to U.S. custody, which is a process that could take years. They could upgrade the charges. But for some people, this is kind of a, I don't know if you would say disappointing, but kind of anticlimactic end. It's not like he's charged as a spy or as an agent of a foreign government. Well, if he had cleaned up after his cat, he might still be in the embassy, right? (laughs) 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 Matt Zapotosky of The Washington Post is online. Matt covers national security. Uh, among other things. Uh, so, uh, well, yeah, you know, I was going to make the joke that uh, the various uh, actresses who bribed their kids way into Yale are going to get five times as much time as Julian Assange, so it's a little odd we're paying this much attention to it. But Avenatti is going to spend 50 times oh, yeah. more time in jail. <laughs> Clearly, and should. Um, and yes, I'm prejudging. Uh, but, well, I just, how likely is the addition of, uh, for instance, an espionage charge, Matt? I, that uh, well, it's just so hard to say. I mean, on one hand, a lot of people would want that, and this is so surprising that he charged with one hacking offense. It's a five-year penalty. But on the other hand, when you start to bring in espionage, you're really going to start raising these First Amendment concerns. And there's also a concern about his extradition. This is a very involved, intricate process. And if the U.K. decides we've charged him with a political crime, they will not send him over here. Espionage kind of has a political context. So do you slap on those charges and risk never getting him back? Do you just sit on the hacking charges, maybe add a few more hacking charges? Uh, You know, this is going to be a tough call for prosecutors. And the United States couldn't say, no, 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 it's just a hacking case. Then get him here and charge him with everything, including treason, uh, put him up against the wall because the Brits would go nuts. Yeah, that's right. Damage the relationship. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They couldn't do that. Wow. Wow. Uh, this is so thought provoking. That's uh, kind of why it's fun. Matt Zapatoski, national security reporter covering the Justice Department for The Washington Post. Matt, always stimulating. Thanks a million. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, He's going to yeah. end up spending, if any time in jail, a very small amount in a not very scary jail. 
conspiracy to hack. Right. He'll spend two years in a medium security jail. And, you know, given the fact that, uh, you know. He won't have his cat with him, but. He's been in a kind of a glorified apartment. Nobody speaks anything but Ecuadorian. There's cat crap everywhere. He could argue time served, right? Time served. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be fair about this, and uh, you know, we're both free speech guys. You, sure. you don't want anything that could in the future make it more difficult for the truth to come out. I think Julian Assange is a thoroughly bad human being. I think he's an awful human being. He hates America. Yes. So I think that's pretty clear. Yeah, he's an America hater. He he is more than willing to endanger innocent people or to spill national secrets that there's no justification for uh, because he I think he's got I think he's a, a megalomaniac. I think he's convinced that he's one of the, the great people in history. Um, you know, I think some of the stuff he's leaked has been fine. I think it probably should have been leaked. Um, some of the stuff was was terrible. There's no justifying it. So I, I don't like the guy at all. I think he's slimy. On the other hand, I get the First Amendment argument, and 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 I think the government needs to tread carefully. But they are treading carefully. I I think we may have lines drawn or at least kind of uh, better shading on some of this activity as a result of this case as we work through it as a people which i think is probably a good thing you think he'll end up in the united states yeah i would guess so i would guess so There's depending some, I've heard, on i've sort of heard some analysts saying they they don't really want him in the united states oh really yeah huh. well, i don't know who knows? that's interesting who knows you know, tv lawyers I wonder, yeah, yeah. Well, it it does open up a, a, a whole series of problems. Sure. Justice Department problems, PR problems. Um, might be easier to just let him languish in an embassy shine. somewhere, uh, surrounded by his cat's poo. Could shine a light on some information that people have forgotten that came out of it? Yes, right. Now, because I'm also a bad person, I've been very excited about the idea that he's got his poison pills somewhere ready to get de-encrypted and uh, and disseminated secrets about the rich and the powerful all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Which he claims. Yeah. yeah. Bring it on, Julian. Now's the time. Get that dang old beard trimmed and, and turn loose the gossip, man. Cat scratch fever, I see. All right. Very nice. Ted Nugent classic. I'm going with the cat theme of the previous conversation. Why not? I would like to know what percentage of him getting this whole story, him getting booted out of the embassy and starting this whole story is because he wouldn't clean up after his cat. If he'd have cleaned up after his cat, would he still be there? And he wasn't paying his bills. Would he have been able to live out the rest of his life there if he'd have just cleaned up after his cat? From the Ecuadorian's point of view, this wasn't a delicate and complex First Amendment case. This was a crappy roommate. Right. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? 
but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.